Hi folks, it's the FPL General here for the last time this season. Hard to believe Game Week 38 is upon us already. It seems like the quickest season I've ever had. Um, I think this is episode 7 of the 59th Minute FPL podcast. So I've really enjoyed doing these podcasts in the last couple of months. And I'm hoping to develop them a lot more next season. Um, with a view to getting uh, guests on every week and maybe have it as as a bit more of a routine maybe every Tuesday night or something like that but talk more a lot about that when when August rolls around again um so in in the last in the last episode going to keep it short as usual I'm going to touch on double game week 37 briefly which has been pretty painful so far but the main the main uh body of this episode is going to look ahead to Sunday game week 38 and and what my thoughts are on on certain teams and players and what I'm thinking about doing, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to look at my watch list for game week 38. So I've whittled it down to about 20 players now that I'm interested in. So whatever transfers I decide to make, it'll, it'll be from those 20 players. So I'll just touch on those briefly as well. I'll talk a little bit about captaincy and what transfers I'm looking at as well towards the end. And I'll finish off just by... I've got five or six good questions from Twitter as well. So that's how this episode is going to play out. Hopefully about 30 minutes max. So first of all, game week 37. Painful for me and painful for most people so far. So I'm recording today. It's Wednesday afternoon. So it's a big night ahead tonight uh, with Man City and Spurs in action. We've got a lot of assets from those I've got my triple captain in play on Harry Kane he disappointed in the first fixture so I'm hoping tonight that he can he can do some damage um so it's Spurs Newcastle tonight and Man City play Brighton both at home so hopefully we'll get some points from those games in particular tonight I'm currently on 31 points with triple captain played or so game week rank of 3.7 million so very disappointing so far but hopefully that can improve tonight and with the Man U game tomorrow as well I've got Arnautovic and De Gea so hopefully Arnautovic is fit for that one uh, my rank going into game week 37 was 444 so I've slipped a little bit now outside the top 500 to 564 but hopefully with I think I've got about eight players left tonight and tomorrow Hopefully I'll get back into the top 500 and then stay there in game week 38. That's my goal. Top 500 now, I'll, I'll be delighted with that. So I'm not going to go into any detail about 37. There's no there's no points really to talk about. Um, Arnautovic assist and then Austin got his assist last night. Probably a bit fortunate to get that assist last night, but I was pretty glad to get it. Yeah, in desperate need of points. So, yeah, so let's hope tonight and tomorrow night are a lot better than what the weekend was um, and then we can go into game week 38 uh, on, a, on a positive note so looking at the fixtures for this Sunday uh, game week 38 is always great because all the games run at the same time on Sunday they all kick off at 3pm UK time so it's always nice to have all the points rolling in at the same time well we hope that all the points will be rolling in um, it tends to be a, a bit chaotic in game week 38 a lot of unpredicted um, results and unpredicted player performances as well we'll see some players playing that maybe haven't got a lot of game time this season and there'll be, there will be unlikely heroes 
in, in gaming 38 so we need to try and find some of those as well if we can um what i've noticed about gaming 38 this season a lot of the big teams have uh, very nice fixtures so arsenal are away at huddersfield liverpool have got brighton at home united have got watford at home chelsea are away to newcastle man city are away to southampton and Spurs are at home to Leicester. So all the big six have got really nice fixtures. So we've definitely got to be looking at those sides, especially those that are still fighting for the Champions League spots. Um, those are the teams we really want to target this week. Um, obviously, there's one or two teams still fighting at the bottom. That could change um, Wednesday, Thursday. By Sunday, there may not be, but Swansea, uh, Swansea and Huddersfield are still fighting at the moment. Um, so I mean, Swansea have I think Swansea have only got two goals in their last eight games or something like that. So it's not very attractive, but if they go into Sunday fighting, it may be worth a look. Um, Swansea have got Stoke at home, so a must-win game. So maybe some of their attackers might be worth looking at, even though they haven't been scoring many goals. They they need a win, so they they've got to go all out for goals in that game. Huddersfield, on the other hand, away uh, they're home to Arsenal, but. I, I, Yes, they got a result against, uh, they got a point at the weekend against City, unexpected, but I would expect Arsenal to, to blow them away in, in Wenger's last game. Arsenal were very impressive against Burnley, 5-0 win, so I would just probably avoid Huddersfield as well. So the fixtures for 38 look good for us on paper. It, it should be a, an exciting finish to the season. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to Sunday, um, and hopefully we can end on a high. I'm going to jump into my watch list. So anyone who's been listening or following me all season um, on social media, I, I keep an, I keep a watch list on the FPL website, which I update every week after I watch the highlights. Um, so at the moment, it's, it's getting smaller and smaller every week. We've only got one game week left now, so I've only got about 20 players on my watch list at present. So I'm just going to jump in and just list them off. I'm not going to spend any time talking about them. Um some of the players will come up more in the Twitter question, so I'm just going to list them for the time being. So these are the 20 players that are in my thoughts for Game Week 38. Now, some of them I probably can't afford in one free transfer, so probably won't be bringing them in, but I wanted to leave them on here for the for the purpose of the podcast and just to get a few names out there. So defenders, first of all. Six defenders on my watch list. Alonso, Vertonghen, Smalling, Cresswell, Trippier and Van Anholt. So as I say, I'm going to talk a little bit more about some of those later when it comes to the Twitter questions. Midfielders, Christian Eriksen, Deli Alley, The Troll, Eden Hazard, Sadio Mane, Pogba, Wilfred Zaha, Aaron Ramsey, Mkhitaryan, Loftus-Cheek and Andre Ayew. And then just four strikers, Firmino, Jordan Ayew, Olivier Giroud and Aubameyang. So that's the player pool I'm looking at for this weekend when it comes to transfers. I've got one free transfer and more than likely I'm probably only going to use one free transfer because I'm pretty well set up for the game week 38 as it stands. Um, so the way I'm set up at the moment for 38, De Gea and goal. In defence, Nocton, Van Dijk and Loughton. So pretty happy with those three. Midfield, Son, Salah, Sterling, Arnautovic and Goodmanson. Again, happy with those five. And then up front, Jesus and Kane. So no major surgery required for me. But I will use my one free transfer in something. It may be something like I've got Harry Maguire on my bench, who's been a pretty disastrous signing for me. 
Um, so he's on my bench. What I may do is just move him on, and that'll give me about 5.6 million to replace him with a defender. So maybe one of those defenders that I, I talked about on the watch list. Um, but again, I'll talk about those in a little bit more detail in, in a little while. Before I do come to the Twitter questions, captaincy, I just want to touch on captaincy for Game Week 38. I had a quick look on Fantasy Football Scout just before I started recording, just to, to get an idea of how the the Twitter, the captaincy poll is looking so far. So there was just over a thousand votes cast um, which on Wednesday, which is today. Uh, and Salah is currently leading uh, with 46%. Kane is in second with 19% and third place is Aubameyang with 11%. So those three are, are well ahead of the rest. I think Jesus might have been in fourth with around 3 or 4% of the vote. So Salah is the runaway leader um, again in the captaincy poll. And as it stands in my squad, the captaincy is on Salah at the moment. Um, Obviously, we, we need to wait for all the, the press conferences later in the week and things like that, which will give us some clues about team news and different things. But if I had if, if the game week was starting today or tomorrow, I would I would be on Salah. We need to see... I want to see how Kane performs tonight. If he does some damage, for example, if he, if he can get a brace or, or better again, if he can get a hat-trick tonight then I might be more likely to captain him in game week 38. But the way he's looked recently, um, I don't really fancy captaining him over Salah in 38. Salah's got Brighton at home. Liverpool need a result because of the the race for the Champions League. They've kind of let it slip a little bit, um, as Steven Gerrard would say. But they do need a result now, so Salah should play. And... Kane, obviously Spurs Spurs are fighting for Champions League as well. So Salah and Kane, I think it has to be one of those two for, for captaincy. Um, at the moment, Salah, just because he's, he's probably looking in better form. He hasn't done, he hasn't been um, explosive in recent weeks, but Kane has just looked so so bad. And I think Salah is the easy option. Um, but again, that can change depending on how Kane performs tonight, uh, Wednesday night. If you're looking for a differential captain, um, so obviously I'm I'm in a strong position in the top 1,000, so I'm not really looking to take any risks, so it'll be Salah or Kane for me. Um, but if, if you're chasing the mini-league or you, you want to have one last punt on a captain to try and improve your overall rank, Aubameyang could be a good shout. We've seen what he, could, what he can do in the first game of Game Week 37. I think he's already on about 16 points with another game to go. Um... I know one guy in particular, the guys on the Scoutcast were talking about this week, I think he was 12th overall and he captained Aubameyang and he's gone up to second now. So it just shows you what, what a jump you can make if you if you, if you you can take that risk and it pays off for you. So Aubameyang could be a good option in 38 as well. Um, Huddersfield, Arsenal have Huddersfield in 38, so we could see him scoring another couple of goals in that one. He's, he's bang in form. Um, he's, and he's obviously a top class striker so if he gets the chances he'll put them away I think as well he's, I think he scored a brace at the weekend and I'm pretty sure it was his only two shots on target it might have been his only two shots in the game but just shows you he's very clinical so he doesn't need many chances to put them away so he's definitely one to consider I don't have him very unlikely to get him in just because I've got Jesus and Kane and I would need to take hits which I don't want to take but if you have a Bamiang definitely consider him for captaincy that's captaincy covered. So as I say, more than likely I'm going to be on Salah. 
if Kane performs tonight, that may change my mind, but at the moment, I'm on Mo. I'm going to move on now to the Twitter questions. I think I've got about six good questions this week, so thanks thanks to those who sent them in. And apologies if I don't, if I don't answer your question. I'll try to get back to it on Twitter before the deadline. I'm not going to be online much, probably for the next day or two. I'm going to miss all of tonight's games. And I'm probably going to miss tomorrow night's game as well, just real life getting in the way. So it's a big night Wednesday night, especially for me, um, with a lot of players in action and the triple captain playing as well. So I'm probably I'll check the team news around seven o'clock, and then I'll just check the scores at half time and full time, and hopefully things go my way. This season it, it tends to be when I when I don't watch the games things go better. So hopefully that's the case tonight. First question from Twitter is from Old Gold Eighty. He's chasing a rival, so he's looking for two or three low ownership differentials. I think he said he's about fifteen points behind in his mini league, so he wants two or three uh, differential options with low ownership. So I've jotted down three names here. I own two of them, and I would like to own the third one. So the players I own are Arnautovic, six point seven percent ownership. And Virgil van Dijk at 6.9% ownership. So those two I'm going to have for 38 and I'm hopeful of big hauls from them. It's about time van Dijk got this goal that I've been waiting for for weeks. He's one of the best uh, He's one of the best defenders in the league when it comes to th- a threat from, from set pieces. So I'm hoping that game week 38 will be his week to get a clean sheet and get himself a goal as well. Um, Arnautovic has been superb for me since I brought him in in game week 32, I think it was, on the wild card. And West Ham are playing Everton at home in 38, so I'm hopeful of a haul from Arnie as well. Again, Arnie could be a, a differential captain shout as well for anyone looking to try and take one last punt. He could He's, he's someone who's capable of getting a brace. The third player uh, with low ownership who I would tip is Zaha, 8%. 8%. He's been superb for the last month. I think he's after getting voted uh, Premier League Player of the Month, um, which is no surprise. He, he's dragged Palace away from the relegation scrap. And Palace have got West Brom at home in 38. So West Brom are relegated. Absolutely nothing to play for now, apart from a bit of pride. Palace are the form team in the league. They've been banging in goals for fun uh, in recent weeks. So Zaha playing out of position up front. I think he's a really good option for 38. He's someone I'm probably going to fear in 38 a little bit um, because I'm probably unlikely to get him because my transfer is probably going to be a defensive move. Um, but Zaha definitely is a really good shout for, for 38 and a player I would like to have. So there's three, Arnautovic, Van Dijk and Zaha. Uh, a couple of low ownership differentials for you. Next question is from Alex Ball. Who is the best defender for Game Week 38? Priced at 5.4 million or less. So I've got three here. Uh, three that I mentioned on my watch list a little bit earlier. Trippier at Spurs because Aurier looks to be injured. So we'll need to wait for more news on that on, on the maybe in the press conferences towards the end of the week. Um, but if it looks like Aurier's not going to play, Trippier could be a really good shout this weekend. Uh, Spurs at home to Leicester. Leicester haven't been scoring any goals. Spurs need a result. And Trippier... So Trippier can get you a clean sheet, but he can also get you attacking returns as well. He's a he's a very attacking fullback. He even takes corners from time to time. So he's one I'm looking at if it looks like he's going to play. 
Another one is Van Anholt. Again, back to Palace, the form team. They've got West Brom at home. He's scored in back-to-back games now, so he's kind of the ideal defender for, for a game like 38 punt because he can get you a clean sheet and he's more than capable of getting on the score sheet as well. So Van Anholt could be a nice uh, a nice pick for 38 and he's definitely someone I'm looking at. The third one is Aaron Cresswell, West Ham. Again, a good fixture, home to Everton. Again, possibility of a clean sheet and Cresswell offers attacking returns as well. I think he's got about seven assists this season and takes free kicks, takes corners. So again, like Van Anholt, he's a really good, uh, a really good option for thirty-eight. I just never trust West Ham defensively, and that's kind of what's putting me off him a little bit. So you, you're probably looking more for for attack and returns from him than than a clean sheet. Uh, just probably because I owned a Bona for quite a while earlier in the season, I, I lost all trust in in West Ham defenders. And obviously, especially if Joe Hart's playing in goal, I have absolutely no faith in them. So, But he is, Cresswell, do consider him. Alex's question was, who is the best defender? So I should probably pick which one out of the three. So I mentioned Trippier, Van Anholt and Cresswell. I think Van Anholt is the one I favour at the moment. So that's where I'd be going. Next question from FPL Sniper. If Kane blanks on Wednesday, which is tonight... Should we sell him for Aubameyang? Form is everything. Um, and Aubameyang is delivering. So yes, if Kane blanks tonight, I'm, I for one, I'm going to be very, very angry because he's got my triple captainship and a triple captainship fail in a double game week will be pretty hard to take, uh, especially on a player of Kane's quality. Um, so I'm hoping that he doesn't disappoint tonight, but... The way he's been playing recently, he easily could. Um, and definitely, I can definitely see people rage transferring him out then for the likes of Aubameyang, who's in red-hot form and he's got Huddersfield in game week 38. So I'm going to try to answer the question. Um, so let's say if he does blank tonight, should we sell him for Aubameyang? Um, I would probably say yes. Um, and obviously I don't know how I'm going to feel yet but if he does blank tonight I may even be someone who raids transfers transfers him out for, for Aubameyang um, just because of the pain he'll have caused me wasting the triple captainship but it's a good fixture for Spurs in 38 even if he does blank tonight I would fancy him against Leicester um, but then again maybe I'd fancy Aubameyang even more against Huddersfield so let's just see what happens tonight Fingers crossed, Kane doesn't let us down. Um, so I don't think I can take the pain of, of a Kane blank tonight. Next question is from Gunnar Matt. Uh, he's got triple captain left, so who should he triple captain in game week 38? Again, a lot's going to depend on how Kane performs tonight. If he performs, if he looks a bit sharper, uh, you know, if he gets on the score sheet, I think he's an option. Um, but I wouldn't look past Salah for triple captaincy. He's probably the only player this season who's worthy of the triple captaincy chip. Um, and I mean, he could easily outscore uh, a lot of those triple captains that were played in the double game weeks. He could easily outscore them in the single game week 38. We've seen what he did against Watford, I think it was, earlier in the season, scoring four goals in one game. He's been a, he's been a joy to watch this season. Um, 
and that's pretty hard to say as a Man U fan but Salah has been unbelievable and as I say he's probably the only player worthy of the triple captaincy chip so that's where I would go with it in game week 38 even if you're trying to make up ground I don't think you should be trying to be too clever with a triple captaincy um, maybe a Bamiang is an option but I probably wouldn't sway any further than that um, maybe just try and make up the ground with the rest of your team but you want your triple captaincy to be dependable so I would probably just stick it on Salah next question is from Jeremy Spitzberg is it worth taking hits for a hot player like Zaha in game week 38 or is it too random of a game week to do so so when it comes to hits for game week 38 I suppose it depends on how you're set up for the game week already so I'm I'm pretty well set up um, I don't really need to make any transfers but I'm probably going to use the one free transfer and I'm just going to avoid hits because I don't need to take any this week but if if you've if you think your squad looks weak in certain areas for for game week 38 I would have no problem taking a few hits um, for form players like Zaha like maybe someone like Arnautovic um, but just you want to bring in players that are safe and, and nailed on who are going to play so Arnautovic and Zaha are probably two good 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 examples of that the likes of City players I probably wouldn't bother taking any hits for 38 because we have no idea what kind of team Pep's going to play but again if you feel that someone like Zaha if you're going to bring him in for a player that you feel is only going to get you two points, Zaha could easily go big again against West Brom. So yeah, I would have no problem taking a taking a hit or two if you feel that your team needs it. Next question is from Josh Clem. Take what takeaways from this season will I apply next season? So I haven't thought too much about this. When the season's over, I'll probably sit down and and review my season. Uh, in, in a bit of detail and I'll probably write a bit of a, a review um, I'll, I don't know where I'll post that but I'll get it out somewhere on Twitter over the next couple of weeks but I'll just review how my season went and maybe some of my thoughts going into next season but just off the top of my head the takeaways I would take from this one is so I had two really good seasons uh, where I finished in the top 500 back to back and then last season I took a lot more points hits and I finished 41k uh, which I was a little bit disappointed with because of my two good finishes the season before so what I did this season was I went back to my tried and trusted strategy of just avoiding points hits uh, where necessary um, and just minimizing transfers that's kind of my main strategy overall I think I've made less than 40 transfers this season um, I'm just going to check that quickly uh, definitely in the two seasons where I finished in the top 500 before I made around uh, 39, 40 transfers so not that many um, so this season I've made 37 transfers I'm going to use one free transfer for 38 so it'll bring me thir I'll, I'll have made 38 transfers over the course of 38 game weeks so one a week basically um, and I've taken I think I took two minus fours and I took a minus eight just a couple of weeks ago so what's that minus 16 points hits overall for the season so very very uh, little points hits and that's just a strategy that works for me it's I'm not saying it's the right way to play but my takeaways from this season again just show me that playing the slow steady boring game is very effective um, and it looks like it might get me a third top 500 finish in four seasons so again it's not the most exciting way to play the game but 
for me overall ranks the most important and I find that just playing playing pretty boring and, and making the obvious moves and just wait until Fridays and things like that uh, works for me so I'm more than likely just going to play this, the game the same way next season um, one thing maybe that I might try and do next season is maybe take a little step back from the the Twitter side of things and you know I, this season I have there's there's so much good information out there on social media uh, on Twitter and Reddit and things like that but you can definitely overdo it with information and I've done it myself this season I mean overloaded myself with information um, I don't think that's a good idea either one thing I have been good at this year is on a Friday evening just switching off everything phones social media Twitter just logging out of everything and just sitting down with my own team for an hour and just thinking you know what what's best for my team and just forget about everything that I've read during the week and, and just go with my my own decision at the end of the day and I think that's that's the most important thing I mean it's your team at the end of the day um, there's no point following other people you know making your decisions based on what other people are saying because I mean what's the point in playing then it's your team at the end of the day um, you get a lot you get a lot more uh, satisfaction out of making a right decision yourself maybe that someone else is not making so yeah that's the main thing for me next season I'll just be playing the same way slow steady boring um, and maybe just maybe not reading so much information and, and um, overloading myself um, last question is from Mctavius. he wants some completely random names for game week 38 so some random differentials that could turn up in, in the final game week of the season like I mentioned before we always get uh, unlikely double or unlikely game week 38 heroes who, who maybe don't usually start for their side but they get a start in, in game week 38 so I've got three uh, three names here the first one is I've mentioned him quite a few times in recent weeks and he's done absolutely nothing uh, Andre Ayew for Swansea Game week 38 could be the one where he does something again I mentioned earlier Swansea are not scoring they've scored very few goals I think they've only got two in eight um, I think I heard that when I was listening to BBC Five Live last night um, but if they went to Sunday needing a result against relegated Stoke they have to just go for it they have to score goals so Andre Ayew could be involved in that and he's, he's probably only about 1% owned um, and he's a player in the past. He can he can he can get a brace uh, on his day, so he could be a, a nice differential. Um, but I would be wary of Swansea. They they, they kind of do look doomed. Um, they've been very very poor recently. Another random name, uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek. He's he was in a lot of our teams earlier in the season because he was so cheap and he was he was kind of playing pretty advanced for Palace and then he picked up his injury, but. I've been impressed with what I've seen of him in recent weeks on, on match of the day. He seems to be getting a lot of chances. Um, and obviously, I think he's only about 4.4 million. So all the talk is of Zaha this week for Palace and Van Aanholt. But I think Loftus-Cheek could be a very nice differential for 38 as well um, against West Brom. I think he's got a goal and an assist in his last two games. So he is already delivering. Um and again, as I say, from what I've seen of him, he could he could get a big haul in in the last game week of the season. Obviously, he's pushing for a place in the in the World Cup squad as well, so he want to have a he want to make a statement in the last game. Third random name for thirty eight Lanzini at West Ham. So again, like Zaha, uh, Arnautovic is the player 
everyone's going to go for it West Ham this week but Lanzini's back from injury and we've seen before what Lanzini can do if he's fit so he could be a good option uh, against Everton uh, takes a lot of set pieces and things like that and obviously he's a very creative player he can he can sit he can you know he could be the one making the chances for Arnautovic if Arnautovic is up front again so Lanzini is another one who could be worth a shout so there's three completely random ones for anyone who is really looking for a differential so that's the Twitter questions covered thanks very much to all those who sent them in as I say any of them I didn't answer I will try and get back to them on Twitter before the deadline um, again I'm probably not going to be online much uh, tonight and tomorrow but definitely Friday Saturday I will be I will be pretty active I will be pretty active because I'm I'm more than likely going to take a break from Twitter then for the summer. I will be online probably till the end of May. And I'm going to spend a couple of weeks uh, organising the Elite 64 mini league for next season. Um, so I'll spend probably about two weeks doing that. So keep an eye out for my tweets next week, maybe Monday, Tuesday, uh, regarding Elite 64. Um, I'd be looking probably for about 10 or 12 new entrants. Um, and it's going to be a nightmare. I remember from last season, I had hundreds of people send me messages wanting a place, and it's going to be even worse this season. So it's going to be a, it's going to be pretty hard to whittle down those uh, places and give it to those who are deserving of it. And I'll have to disappoint quite a lot of people, but I may look into maybe if there's a huge demand and there's, I mean, if there's a lot of managers that really deserve a place and I don't have a place for them. I may look at maybe setting up like a qualifier league or something for Elite 64. Um, so maybe like have the Elite 64 league and then have a qualifier league, which maybe the top two or three in that each season get a place in Elite 64 the following season. But again, I'll explain a lot more about that next week on Twitter. So keep an eye out for it. Um, I'm getting married this summer in July. So there's a lot of planning still to be done for that. So I'm... I do want to take June and July. I want to take a complete break from social media. Um, I spend a lot of time on it and it's not healthy. So I am looking forward to taking a complete break. I think I get back from honeymoon on August 1st, which is about a week before the new season starts. So more than likely you won't hear from me June and July. And then August 1st or August 2nd, I'll be back online um, for another season of, of ups and downs. So, as always, best place to get me is on Twitter, at FPL General. Send me any of your questions for Game Week 38. I'll be pretty active Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday, so I should be able to get back to most people. Um, thank you, everyone, for the support this season. I've really enjoyed doing the podcasts, and the FPL community on Twitter is great. Um, it's, it brought my enjoyment to, to uh, of FPL to a new level of... I'm just coming up to two years on Twitter now, I think. Uh, I joined at the end of May, two years ago. So it's been a crazy two years on social media, but it's been very enjoyable. And I'm looking forward to another season of it next season. Um, I'm hoping uh, to have some exciting new opportunities coming my way in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm not going to discuss them too much because there's nothing set in stone yet. But what's a space uh, once August rolls around, hopefully there'll be a... Uh, some new features um, and some new projects for me to get my teeth into as well definitely going to develop this podcast next season and as well I'm, I'm hoping to get on YouTube uh, next season from game week one so the idea would be maybe to get a podcast out on a Monday or Tuesday night and then 
I would like to do a live stream on YouTube maybe every Friday night. Um, but again, I'll think a lot more about that uh, once August rolls around. Um, so thanks as always. If you enjoyed, if you found this podcast useful, give it a like, give it a share, retweet it, give it a thumbs up if you're on YouTube. Uh, leave a comment anywhere. Uh, Twitter's best, but you can leave a comment anywhere on on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, wherever, and I'll get back to you before the deadline. Um, and if you leave a review on on iTunes as well, it really helps uh, get the podcast out there a bit more as well. So all I'm left to say is good luck for game week thirty eight and. Enjoy the summer break. Um, get out there, enjoy, enjoy real life, and just forget about social media and forget about FPL and enjoy the World Cup as well. I'm really looking forward to the World Cup with no, with no uh, FPL involvement. You know, looking at games. Um, I watch Premier League games and a lot, a lot different than than I used to, um, and it almost takes the enjoyment out of it at times. So I'm looking forward to the World Cup, just watching football for what it is. And enjoying the spectacle for what it is with no uh, not being worrying about clean sheets or assists or, or yellow cards or things like that so really looking forward to the world cup this season um so yeah i'm off good luck for gaming 38 and any questions you have send me a tweet and i'll get back to you when i can thanks again folks <laughs>